0: You are listening to In Search of Her. If you ever lost a loved one, you probably wonder, what do I do? How can I heal? Or at least, how can I cope and, I would say, get through the day? Now, for those of you that are new to the show, welcome, beautiful soul. I am so happy that you are here. In this episode, I am going to give you six ways to help you heal or while you are grieving to kind of soften some of the pain and the reason why I want to record this is because for many many years I have been through some grief and in some days some months and even some years and points in my life after losing my father 11 years ago I had experiencing some debilitating grief And some points in my life, it was so bad that getting out of bed was a chore. I felt like a zombie. I felt numb and on autopilot. And I felt that my laugh was very fake. If someone showed me a funny video, I would just pretend to laugh. And I wasn't really laughing at the video, if that makes sense. And... I wanted to record and talk about some things that helped me when either if it's an anniversary or when you're just having a hard time. I really want to share this with you if you have lost a loved one and you are grieving at the moment and that in hopes that these six tips help you or at least help soften some of the pain because I know that in my life there were points in time where it was just really hard and I just wanted to get through the day. So without further ado, let's dive on into the show. You're listening to In Search of Her. I'm Emily Walsh. Here I have honest conversations on grief and loss. I share stories, tips, and lessons on how we can use holistic healing to be comforted and discover our pure and authentic self. If you ever feel lost in this constant and fast-paced world, but know you are meant to be and do more, then you're in the right place. So get comfy and let's dive on in. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. My name is Emily Walsh and I am your host here of In Search of Her. Now in this episode, I'm going to give you six things that helped me while I was grieving that I know that it could help you. And in this episode, I hope that you could take one thing away from this and maybe apply one of these tips to your life if you haven't already to help you on your grieving journey because I know what it's like. I've been grieving for a very long time and over a decade. For those of you that are new to the show, I lost my father very unexpectedly when I was 16 years old and then eight years later my stepfather passed away. So basically for the past 11 years I have been grieving in some way, shape, or form some days, months, and some years are just not good at all. And I hate to say that but when you have lost a parent And or a loved one that you love so much, sometimes it's just so hard and I know what it's like. So I just want to share my wisdom and my knowledge with you that helped me because when I was 16 and 24 years old, I wish that I figured out that there was a podcast or someone that I can just go to from losing my father and stepfather because there are some things that I need to hear and that's why I'm recording this episode for you. So if you are currently on your grief journey or you sometimes or you are grieving at the moment, or new to your grief journey, or some days it kind of hits you and you are grieving this month or day or week or whatnot, I hope that this episode helps you in some way and that you could take a little piece of nuggets to add to your day in hopes to help you because I just want to help people and I have this passion to help others on their journey because I I feel you, sister. I know exactly what it's like. So let's dive in. So the very first thing, excuse me. One of the things that really helped me is that I sent letters or messages to my father slash the So if you didn't lose a parent or whatnot, you could send letters or messages to your loved one in some way. And this can be done in many different forms. So for example, When I was 16 or 17, my grandma came over on the first Father's Day, I believe, or some Father's Day. I was really young. I was still in high school. And she took us to this party store to get balloons. And we bought balloons. She had permanent markers. And what we did was we wrote on the balloons and said what we wanted to say. She drove us to his grave and she had us release the balloon and send it up to him. Now, I know those of you that are listening are probably like, that is so not good for the environment. I totally get that. But I think the idea of it that my grandma really wanted to do was, you know, send it up to my father because I was a teenager, my sister was a little girl, and that just kind of helped me realize that it's getting sent up to him. Now, you don't have to send a balloon. I know that if you're listening, you may have environmental issues things which I am too however I love writing letters or typing on my computer or journaling or even doing a message in a bottle and send it off in the ocean somewhere not a plastic bottle and just to see where it goes and I think that's so comforting knowing that you wrote down your thoughts your thoughts and your emotions were transferred onto paper and it, you transformed and transmuted your energy onto paper, into words, and into writing, and you're now releasing it out into the universe, instead of just having it be stuck in your head, that you now release it, and it's out there, and that you can express yourself in that way, and send it to your loved one, and comfort you in some way. The second thing that I found very helpful was going to your favorite restaurant cafe or place in town so my father really loved going to this restaurant that was this Chinese buffet and to be honest the food isn't that great but he loved going there all the time so what I would do sometimes when I felt lonely I would go to the restaurant and eat there because we would do that often and that was comforting in some way And also, my stepfather, he loved going to this place for ice cream, and it was called East Coast Custard. They still have it here in my hometown, but he loved getting this chocolate ice cream Oreo concrete. So basically, it's like a blizzard from Dairy Queen. If you have Dairy Queen in your area, basically, it's just ice cream with Oreos mixed in, like a little mix, and he loved eating that. So... Whenever I would think about him or if it's on his birthday, I would go up to that ice cream place and order that what he used to get to comfort me in some way. So if you're listening and you have a favorite restaurant or a place that you would go with your loved one, or you can go to that place and maybe sit there by yourself or even bring a friend with you if that helps in memory of that person. Another thing that helped me is that After the funeral, there was a ton of pictures. Some were digital, some were just laying around the house. And I had my mom and family members put together some pictures. And what I ended up doing was making a scrapbook. And this took a while. And I made it for my father. I'm not quite finished yet. There were some pictures that I wasn't sure if I wanted in the scrapbook. And to be honest, I kind of wanted my sister to help build on this scrapbook too but she really wasn't into it so it was kind of like an unfinished project however it was helping me because it just made me look at the pictures and made me think of really good things with my father and it helped me and sometimes I would cry looking at the pictures sometimes I would smile and laugh and just it would come up memories would come up from that as well but I know that it was helpful for me and to have some sort of Place to keep your memories safe where it's not just shoved in shoeboxes and whatnot, because I know a lot of my pictures are shoved in shoeboxes. Throughout my journey with grief, I have learned that there is one constant with overcoming mental struggle the key to making progress in your growth and your ability to overcome challenges is to first focus on moving your body and fueling your body. Our mental health is directly tied to our physical health. It's like driving a car. No matter how good of a driver you are, you aren't going to move forward if your vehicle isn't working well. I knew this from a young age that I always focused on eating well and moving my body with dance as a way to help cope and stay healthy both physically and mentally. There are far too many people struggling mentally right now who are not taking care of their body first. A few months ago, I was slipping into this habit while traveling the world, living in a foreign country, and working on so many exciting projects like this podcast, my self-care started to take a back seat. I was starting to feel tired, bloated, insecure about how I looked from gaining weight, and try to hide... And retake pictures so no one knew on my Instagram and Facebook. A couple of good friends introduced me to the isogenics nutrition system and within days I felt better than I had in a while. Now I'm feeling more energetic and focused. I fall asleep right away and I don't feel like I need that 2 p.m. coffee or cat nap. Isagenix is a holistic approach to your daily nutritional needs and I am so excited to be partnered with them. Together, we are helping people focus on getting the good nutrients in and the bad toxins out. People are experiencing 5 to 25 pounds of body fat loss in their first few weeks without dieting and without dangerous pharmaceuticals full of chemicals. And as you know, I am all about healing your body naturally and holistically. With this all natural nutrition system, people are experiencing weight loss, muscle gain, more energy, stronger immune systems, better sleep, and overall better wellness and confidence within themselves. Our health starts with our food. My mom always said it, and it turns out to be true. We are what we eat, and thanks to Isogenics, I am now unstoppable. The fourth thing that you could do is. Begin a tradition with your family or close friends to celebrate your loved one. And this could be anything. This could be, like I mentioned before, every year you go to your favorite restaurant or go to a favorite place in town or a park that you used to go and do it every year or do it on a certain day. It may not even be the day they had passed or their birthday and whatnot. It can be a separate day for you to just go there and to either do whatever you need to do whether you just want to sit there and people watch and whatnot so i think that's very helpful as well is to have some sort of tradition in memory of them because i believe that you know even though a person has passed away i believe we should celebrate their life here on earth Another thing that you could do is plant something in your yard or some sort of memorial and watch it grow. And what I love about plants is that you plant a seed and you watch it grow. It's like watching life form. And what I love about this is that you can watch it grow and evolve and plant some sort of flower in memory of them, and water it daily and just see it and watch it grow. Now, I wanted to share this because we had planted a tree at my father at our church. My father was a treasurer at my church and he was very involved. And my aunts and uncles had contacted the church saying since Brian was very involved with the church that we want to plant a tree at the church in the front. In memory of him because he was loved by very a lot of people and so what ended up happening was we had this get together where we dug in the ground planted the tree and ordered a plaque in front of the tree um with my father's name to symbolize that my father had you know built a lot because my father he had saved our church a lot of money and it just symbolizes my father's work of money and growth prosperity abundance and as he gave a lot to people at the church not just money but his time and I think that tree really symbolizes who my father is as a person and I thought it was just a beautiful idea to do that in memory of him. This is the last tip that I have, or this is at least just something that I did. This I ended up doing this after my stepfather passed away when I was 24. So a lot of people aren't okay with change, but for me, when I was grieving, I just needed change, and I needed to not look at the same thing. And what helped me was I just rearranged my room, and I removed my bedding and bought a new bedding. And just having that was just a refresher for me to get into a new bed and to make a space where I felt comfortable and having some sort of safe haven for me where I felt okay and I can look forward to going to bed and be in a comfortable space. Now I know maybe you may not like change Or also you can redecorate your home. Maybe paint your walls. Maybe rearrange furniture and whatnot. But I know that I found this tip from a book when I was in my teenage years. And it was 101 things to do when you were grieving. And this is one of them. Is to rearrange your home or redecorate. Or buy new bedding from your bed. It just kind of helps in some way. And I know it helped me. So if you want to try this because I know that doing that helped me so these are the six tips that I have that if you are grieving to wrap this up the first one is to send letters or messages to your loved one number two going to your favorite restaurant cafe or place in your town number three looking at pictures or putting together pictures and making a scrapbook Number four, begin a tradition with your family, close friends, to celebrate your loved one. Five, plant something in your yard yard, (laughs) or as a memorial and watch it grow. And number six, to rearrange your room or home or decorate or buy new bedding to have a fresh start. I hope that these six tips were helpful and that you take one of them and maybe apply it to your life. If not... That's okay too. And I hope that one of them resonated with you. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend and post it on your Instagram stories and tag me at emily.a.walsh. And I would love to hear from you. I will see you in the next one. Have a great and blessed day, week, month, year. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I would love to hear from you and connect with you. If you are hanging out on Instagram, I want you to screenshot it, share it in your stories, and tag me at emily.a.walsh. And if you are hanging out on Facebook, you can join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com groups slash in search of her. If you would like to connect with me on a more personal level, feel free to send me a DM on either Facebook or Instagram. Or you can email me at contact at emilyawalsh.com. I would love to hear from you and to continue the conversation. And I will see you in the next one.